Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Congratulations, true crime addicts. We've survived another week. It's Friday, May 26, 2023. This week, Brian Koberger has been linked to another strange death. Winnie the Pooh teaches kids about mass murder. And never celebrate an insurrection at an olive garden. Stay tuned. Yes. Super excited. We are all pumped to have James Renner. James Renner. James Renner has zeroed in. James Renner once again. Drops a bombshell. Investigative journalist, reporter, James Renner, who's been on the podcast a long time. Hi, Hey, welcome back. Let's get to the top stories. But first, uh, I just want to say I had a ton of fun in Arkansas, NWA. That's Northwest Arkansas if you're not from the area. I flew out there last week did the True Crime Fest w, uh, NWA, and had a, had a, had a blast. I presented uh, a little bit about how to write true crime. And uh, if you're in the area, they're going to do it again next year. Stop on by, but I met lots of nice people and um, had uh, breakfast at the Waffle House. So I've got that going for me. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's a really interesting area, a place that the United States had never been before. Um, so yeah, check it out next year. True Crime Fest will be back. And uh, just a reminder, a friendly reminder from Uncle Jim, Vitamin J. My new book, Little Crazy Children, is available for pre-order. You can pre-order it now. It comes out June 27th. We're coming down to it. I'm so excited. You got to check it out. It's about the unsolved murder of Lisa Pruitt. So uh, put that on your list, please. All right, let's get to the top stories. Lots going on this week. Brian Koberger, here we go. He's, there's so much that happened. He had a very bad week, Brian Koberger. Uh, he stands accused of killing four University of Idaho students. You remember the case from last year. Koberger was arraigned on Monday in Lotta County Court. But when asked to give a plea, he went in front of the judge and you're supposed to, this is an arraignment, you're supposed to plead guilty or not guilty. And because he's a creep, he just sat there in silence. The judge says, how do you plea? And he just kind of sat there. So the judge entered a not guilty plea for him, which is standard, according to CNN. Koberger's trial is set to begin October 2nd, but if you know anything about the justice system in the United States, that's likely to be postponed probably into uh, 2024. 
Uh, yeah, so they're in no rush there. Prosecutors have yet to say if they are going to seek the death penalty in this case. They have 60 days to decide. I'm guessing they're going to go for the death penalty here. Uh, then, so, you know, that's enough in itself, but there's there's more to the Koberger story this week. Lots of Lots of things have happened. Just yesterday, it was reported that Koberger's parents have been subpoenaed to testify before a grand jury in Monroe County, Pennsylvania. That's where, where his parents live. That's where he went after he fled from Washington State in the University of Idaho area to kind of hide out while the police searched for him. So what are they doing testifying in front of a grand jury in Pennsylvania? Well, the grand jury is believed to be reviewing the death of Dana Smithers, a 45-year-old woman who was last seen alive May 2022, about a year ago. Her body was just discovered in April of this year. Her cause of death remains a mystery. Smithers was living in Monroe County, Pennsylvania, which is the same county that Koberger was living in, where his parents are before he moved out west. She disappeared without a trace. Her cell phone, wallet, and medication were all found at her home, which to me suggests, I don't think this is too much of a leap, that if she met with foul play, the person actually got her at home and then moved her to a different location. Uh, so interesting. The police are looking for any sort of connection there. Probably what they're doing is trying to establish an alibi or lack thereof for Koberger for that murder. But we'll see. Finally, still in the Koberger case, prolific author James Patterson announced that he will co-author a book about the Idaho murders and will attend Koberger's trial, which I personally... I find is a fitting form of justice in its own, because no matter how the trial works out, he'll at least have a shitty book written about him. This week was the first anniversary of the Uvalde massacre that happened at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas, a year ago. On May 24, 2022, 18-year-old Salvador Ramos shot and killed 19 students and when I say students, we're talking about little kids here, 10, 11, 12 years old. 19 students and two teachers with an AR-15 style rifle. And if you follow the show, you know the AR-15 style rifle is the rifle of choice for school shooters. It took armed police officers over an hour to find the courage to engage with the shooter. They eventually killed him in a shootout. The details of this case are absolutely horrific, and we're not going to relive them here other than to say, here's a little tidbit, one 11-year-old girl smeared the blood of a dead classmate on her body so she would appear to be dead herself in order to hide from Ramos. Several mothers of victims appeared on the Today Show this week to say that they believe in America guns are now more important than children. And I kind of love this statement because it sums it up. It's pretty simple. Everybody can understand it. And you see what's really at stake here. And I totally agree with this. In the United States, in 2023, we would rather have fewer children than fewer guns. In the wake of Uvalde, Texas legislators have done absolutely nothing to keep this from happening again. Except, that is, to pull Winnie the Pooh into the tragedy. 
Texas school children in the Dallas area were recently sent home with Winnie the Pooh cartoon books about what to do during a mass shooting, according to The Independent. Photos of the books can be found online and show pages with illustrations of the famous bear and his friends, along with passages like this, quote, If there is a danger, the police will come fast to catch the stranger. No, they will fucking not. That's exactly what we learned in Uvalde. They will not. Not all the time. Definitely not in Texas. So what this cartoon book essentially is doing is we're conceding that this is now normal and accepted behavior in the United States within our republic instead of uh, actually fixing the problem, which is guns. Kind of gross. Final top story this week. I'm sorry, this, this week is a bit of a downer, isn't it? Uh, I'm sorry I'm not coming to you with more fascinating mysteries. There are some after the break. We'll get into cold case updates that are pretty interesting. But um, up top, man, whew, rough week. NBC News is reporting that Stuart Rhodes, the founder of the domestic terrorist organization known as the Oath Keepers, has been sentenced to 18 years in federal prison for his role in the January 6th failed insurrection. That is the longest sentence to date for anybody that took part in the insurrection. Now, before the, the attack, Rhodes wrote in a message, uh, quote, they won't fear us until we come with rifles in hand, end quote. Now, at his uh, sentencing, he stood in an orange prison jumpsuit. He called himself a political prisoner and said he hopes Trump wins in 2024. I bet you do because that's pretty much the only chance you have of getting out before those 18 years are up. Interesting to note this little detail, Rhodes did not go into the Capitol building himself, but he was in charge of the organization and many of his uh, fellow Oath Keepers did. And after the attacks, he celebrated the insurrection or failed attempt, the failed coup. He celebrated what they did uh, with his other members at a nearby Olive Garden. I love that picture. It, it's, somehow it sums up the moment very well. These uh, middle-aged, obese white men who tried to overthrow the government by walking into the Capitol, meeting afterhand at Olive Garden, getting the endless breadsticks and all-you-can-eat spaghetti and discussing how powerful they really are. Um, it's amazing. It's an amazing time to be alive. So anyways, that happened. Those are the top stories this week. After the break, I've got updates in the Madeline McCann case that you're going to want to hear. And Alex Murdaugh's back, Creepy Eyes McGee. Oh my God. And oh, you got to stick around for some new news when it comes to true crime documentaries. There's stuff coming down that you got to hear about. I'll be right back in two and two. Please hang up and try again. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Alexa Doubt with The Porchlight Project, a new nonprofit dedicated to funding DNA testing and genetic genealogy for cold cases in the state of Ohio. For our first case, we assisted the Cuyahoga Falls Police Department, funding new DNA tests on evidence from the 1987 unsolved murder of 17-year-old Barbara Blatnick. That information was given to expert genealogists who traced the genetic markers to a man named James Zastonic, who was arrested in May of 2020 and charged with Barb's murder. Our goal at the Porchlight Project is to entirely fund three to four cold case investigations every year. Each new case costs about $6,000 to complete, which is a small price to pay for closure. The Porchlight Project relies on generous donations from the public. Even $5 can help us solve a murder. For more information on how to help, please visit porchlightonline.org. And we're back with the Bobby Darren Show, starring... Bobby Darren. Cold case updates coming at you. This week, police in Portugal searched a remote reservoir for evidence in the disappearance of Madeleine McCann, this according to The Independent. This reservoir is 31 miles from Praia de Luz. That's the resort where three-year-old Maddie McCann was kidnapped in 2007. It's probably the biggest case currently going on, the biggest unsolved case. German detectives got a tip from a very credible source that Christian Bruckner visited the reservoir around the time that Maddie disappeared. Bruckner, if you don't know, is currently the prime suspect in Madeline's disappearance. He's a convicted pedo and is currently in prison for raping a 72-year-old woman at the same resort where the McCann stayed in Portugal. 
Uh, he's got actually a litany of charges, like 17 charges involving children and terrible things. So it's not just the 72-year-old woman. He's pretty indiscriminate. Um, he drove a distinctive yellow and white camper van, which was spotted near the resort on the day that Madeline went missing. Phone logs also place him nearby. At the very least, this is a very, very dangerous man who's in close proximity to Madeline when she disappeared. So this is a pretty good suspect. So keep an eye on that. Oh boy, here we go. Alex Murdoch, Murdoch, a.k.a. Creepy Eyes McGee, was indicted on federal fraud charges on Wednesday, according to ABC News. These charges are related to the money laundering and fraud he's accused of organizing to steal money from his clients when he worked as an attorney. Murdoch is currently serving a life sentence for the murders of his wife and young son. If convicted of these new charges, I suppose he'll be sent to, like, double prison, maybe? Is that what happens when you're already serving a life sentence and you get charged with another crime? Just, like, super max double prison. Or maybe, like, Azkaban. That'd be good. Police in Germany solved a 29-year-old cold case this week. Maria van der Zanden was 22 years old in 1994 when she told her mother she was going for a bike ride. They, live, they lived at the time in Putten, Germany, and Maria enjoyed biking through the countryside. So it wasn't an odd thing for her to do. She took off on her bike, said she'd be home by like 6.15 for dinner, but she never came back, never, never came home. A few weeks later, a woman's body was discovered in the water of a reservoir near the city of Soest. Police never made the connection to Maria's disappearance, though, because Soest is about 150 miles from Putten, where she was last seen. A new investigation finally compared Maria's fingerprints to the Jane Doe and found that they were a match, according to the um, NL Times. So a new mystery begins here. How in the world... She, I doubt she biked that whole way, 150 miles, so that, to me, suggests abduction and murder. So now hopefully they're one step closer to finding who did this. Police in Montreal closed a cold case rape and murder of Sharon Pryor this week after DNA testing led them to, the, to her killer, according to the CBC. Sharon Pryor was last seen alive on March 29, 1975. She'd gone out to meet friends at a pizza place in Montreal's Point St. Charles neighborhood, her body was found three days later on Montreal's South Shore. Among the evidence police found back then was a man's shirt that had been used to restrain Sharon. And that's where, and back in 75, nobody was really thinking about DNA, right? First case in the United States to use DNA to get a conviction was uh, 1987, I believe. So all this time they've had this man's shirt with the advent of genetic genealogy and the new DNA testing, they realized, well, maybe we have something here. And in fact, they did, because they sent the shirt to a lab, which located DNA, extracted a profile. Then genetic genealogists used public databases to track down the family of this killer, which led them to a couple brothers of a man named Franklin Romine, an American from West Virginia who'd been staying in Montreal in 1975. Romine had been convicted in a separate rape, but died in 1982 
at the age of 36. Police exhumed his body and got a fresh DNA sample to confirm that match. How wonderful is this? We're solving 50-year-old cases just about every week. Um, and, you know, pretty soon I'm going to be out of a job. I only, I, I only write books about unsolved cases. There's not going to be any unsolved cases left. And I'm, I'm okay with that. I'll do something else. Here's some weird news this week. So there's this guy who sells noodles in Vietnam. 39-year-old Peter Lambui. He started playing around with social media, as you do to promote your business these days. In his latest post, he impersonates celebrity chef Salt Bay. You know this guy, but you might not know you know him. He's, he's the guy on TV that does this with the salt over like a big steak as if he's like a magician. Anyways, uh, so Peter Lambui went on like social media and pretended to be him, except he sprinkled herbs on noodle soup and called himself Green Onion Bay. So how does this relate to crime? Well, I'm getting there. Communist leaders, remember Vietnam is a communist state, they took offense to this. Why? Because a political official had recently gone to Salt Bay's London restaurant, Nusret, and ordered a ridiculous gold leaf steak from, from, from you know, Salt Bay, ordered this, this steak covered in gold leaf that cost more than $1,000. Remember, this communist country, so it's, you know, everybody shares. There's no extravagance. You know, you don't go out and buy a thousand dollars steak for any reason. That could go to feed somebody on the other side of the the country. So that's kind of a big deal. So police, instead of going after the official, they arrested Lambui for spreading anti-state propaganda. He was convicted on Thursday, just yesterday. He, he, uh, he might now serve several years in prison, according to The Guardian. Vietnam is one of only five communist countries currently in operation, along with North Korea, Cuba. We kind of forget that. Over into pop culture, Shiny Happy People. i got to tell you about this. The trailer just dropped. It premieres June 2nd. It's a new um, limited docu-series. What is it? Well, it's actually a four-part docu-series. It's about the Duggar family. Remember them? 19 Kids and Counting? Jill Duggar is speaking out. This is this documentary is kind of around her testimony. She's spilling secrets about her family and the creepy Christian cult they grew up in. I, I'm definitely going to watch some of that. I can't help it. So check it out. Shiny Happy People premiering June 2nd on uh, Prime, by the way. Uh, also, one more thing in pop culture. Another trailer dropped this week, and you have to like if you're into the like the nitty gritty of the the true crime world. If you're in that world, you got to see this because uh, it's it's gonna it's gonna have ramifications. I think this is a trailer from a new series called Based on a True Story. It's a series created by Jason Bateman and starring Kaylee Cuoco. That's the girl from The Big Bang Theory. The series premieres on. Peacock on June 8th. Um, the eight-episode series follows a realtor, former tennis star, and a plumber who sees on an opportunity to capitalize on America's obsession with true crime. And in the trailer, the name drop uh, podcasts like My Favorite Murder, and it looks like they're at CrimeCon. Check out this picture. That's CrimeCon, except 
it's kind of blurred out. So I don't know if they were actually there filming a scene. Probably not. But they may definitely dressed it up to look like CrimeCon. So um, we'll see how how they skewer the true crime community in that upcoming series. So check it out. Based on a true story, Peacock, June 8th. And um, let's go to the bookshelf. I want to talk to you about this book. It's it's kind of rising in the charts. Uh, if you're into true crime, you should know about it. It's called 70 times 7. 70 times 7. True Story of Murder and Mercy by Alex Marr. Here's the write-up. On a spring afternoon in 1985 in Gary, Indiana. Oh, boy. Have you ever been through Gary, Indiana? It's a demilitarized zone. 1985 might probably a little better. Um, a 15-year-old girl kills an elderly woman in a violent home invasion. In a city with a history of racial tensions and white flight, the girl, Paula Cooper, is black. Her victim, Ruth Pelk, is white and a beloved Bible teacher. The press swoops in. When Paula is sentenced to death, no one decries the impending execution of a 10th grader. But the tide begins to shift when the victim's grandson, Bill, forgives the girl against the wishes of his family and campaigns to spare her life. This tragedy in a Midwestern steel town soon reverberates across the United States and around the world, reaching as far away as the Vatican. As newspapers cover the story on their front pages and millions sign petitions in support of Paula. 70 times 7, very prescient. Check it out. That's going to be a good book, a good read. And that's the show for this week. Uh, it is the weekend, so that's always reason to celebrate in itself. Go out, go to a winery, uh, go see some some music, uh, just hang out. It's, it's sunny, even in the Midwest. Um, and that's always reason to celebrate in, in the words of the incomparable Murray Saul, the godfather of Cleveland Radio. That means we gotta, 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 get down, damn it. True Crime This Week is a fearful symmetry production. Photo and artwork are licensed through Shutterstock. If you like the cut of my jib, I have another podcast you might enjoy called The Philosophy of Crime, in which I attempt to solve the big questions behind our true crime obsession by looking to philosophy for answers. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. Sit, Brownie, sit. Good dog.